is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Grand Slam Fantasy Sports Podcast, where the bases are always loaded, and we're going to give you the information for your fantasy teams to knock it out of the park. My name is Tyler St. Jean. Tonight, I am joined by my co-host, Brandon Duff. Our other co-host, Nick Frazier, has the night off. Brandon, how are we doing tonight? Doing good, man. I'm excited for the two-man show. Absolutely. It's going to be fun. Yeah, our first one here. Two-man booth tonight. I'm excited. Honestly, I feel like I haven't been able to talk about sports in forever, to be honest. like. Yeah, we, we do apologize to our listeners. Uh, we were off last week for personal reasons, but we're picking it back up this week, keeping that Grand Slam Fantasy Sports Podcast content striving and thriving for you. There is a little bit of a change this week, though. It's, it's big, big news. All right? We figure it's getting towards the middle of August. We only have about four or five weeks until uh, that ball is getting kicked off the tee on Thursday night in Tampa Bay. And we have decided at this point in time that we are going to shift our podcast focus from fantasy baseball to fantasy football. If you still have any fantasy baseball questions for the group, our Twitter is at GSFS Podcast. That's Grand Slam Fantasy Sports Podcast. Feel free to always ask us questions about any information you might need from us. Uh, to finish your season strong. I don't mean Brandon are uh, starting up the playoffs soon in our league. So we are very much still into fantasy baseball. We just feel with the next four or five weeks coming up, we're trying to hit you with those previews, positional previews for your fantasy football seasons. So with that said tonight, we're going to start with our quarterback preview positional show. Brandon, are you excited? I mean, we have preseason football going on right now. I mean, it's it's the season's here. The season is here, right? I should have yeah, mentioned so, I mean, that. Uh, the Patriots and the – I can't believe they're still called the Washington football team. They still don't have a team name. Uh, are uh, kicking off tonight, first preseason game of the season. And, and like you said, Brandon, absolutely. I'm, I'm getting into football mode. Oh, I'm ready, yep. What do you think about the quarterback position? It is it is the, probably the most important position on a football field so i figured we'd start it off with that uh very important positional preview tonight brandon yeah it makes sense to start here um in in terms of fantasy i always i've always kind of been the kind of person that would draft a quarterback late um and redraft i think that's still the route i would take this year i like kind of a lot of the guys in that middle like maybe 12 to like 20 range so i think i'd still wait on quarterback i probably wouldn't uh, reach for one of the top guys they go too early for my liking. I like attacking receiver and, and running back early. What about you? What's your – your? Uh... I agree 100% because that's my strategy every year playing fantasy football. I never – like I can't remember – and I'm in multiple leagues every year. I'm in like four leagues, let's say, every year. Uh, last year, I never had Pat Mahomes. I never had Lamar Jackson. I never, I never get those top – like you said, three guys that get drafted. It's because a lot of leagues, those guys come off quick in some leagues. Like it'll be the second round that I'm seeing right. those guys flying off the board. I'm like you, I'm not willing to quarterback that early. And because there's just too many good wide receivers and running backs out there where you can draft those guys in those rounds. And if you wait on the right quarterback, like you said, maybe, maybe eight through 10 for me, uh, there's guys I like back there. 
who are similar to the top three players and quarterbacks. I don't think the difference is that crazy as compared to, let's say, a top three receiver compared to a guy you'll find in the early teens in the receiver list. So I, I also, Brandon, I'm with you. I like to use my first couple rounds on um, receivers, maybe running backs. And uh, if you can grab one of the top tight ends to them, um, we get into those positional previews. I'm going to tell you what I'm talking about uh, for like top tight ends, if you can grab in the first, second round, but yeah, I'm always, I'm always a wait on the quarterback kind of guy, Brandon. So I'm glad that we share that, uh, you know, the same look on that. Even, even waiting on QB, when you look back on it, I feel like half the time you end up with a guy who you end up starting like on a weekly basis anyway. Like you might have to play matchups for a few weeks, but you eventually find a guy who sticks. I feel like that's how it works out anyway for me. But yeah, no, yeah, that's just the route I like to take. So Right. And to, to go along with what you're saying, right, if you're going to wait, which I usually do, I'll pick, like you said, I'll pick like two guys around the same right. range. Like yep. let's say – I don't know, number th- I'm just throwing this out there like hypothetically. I'll pick with the 13th ranked guy and the 15th ranked guy. And whoever, like you said, I start going matchup dependent. Whoever, whoever those first few weeks starts to look like the better quarterback is who I just fill in, you know, I start filling in that, you know, in that spot every week for me. So with that said though, Brandon, let's uh let's go through these rankings for the 2021-22 season. Uh we're gonna use fantasypros.com, I believe, which uh, you had mentioned to me before we came on the air tonight that they usually take a lot of different. Yeah, uh, they just kind of they grab kind rankings of, around. Yeah, exactly. Kind of, kind of like an average between like Yahoo, ESPN, things like that. So exactly. we're gonna we're gonna go off fantasypros.com rankings. Uh, quarterbacks, the PPR versus standard doesn't really matter that much. So I'm just assuming like we're just gonna go down the uh, the list for. Just in general, it doesn't matter if it's PPR or standard quarterback. So go ahead, Brandon. Let's hit us hit us to the top. Let's go top twenty-five here. All right. So number one, it's you know obvious. It's Patrick Mahomes. Then it goes number two, Josh Allen. Three, Kyler Murray. Four, Lamar Jackson. Five, Dak Prescott. Six is Russell Wilson. Seven is Aaron Rodgers. Eight is Justin Herbert. Nine is Ryan Tannehill. 10 is Tom Brady. Number 11 is Jalen Hurts. 12 is Matthew Stafford. 13 is Joe Burrow. 14 is Trevor Lawrence. 15 is Matt Ryan. Kirk Cousins is 16. 17 is Baker Mayfield. 18 is Ryan Fitzpatrick. 19 is Tua Tagovailoa. 20 is Ben Roethlisberger. 21, Daniel Jones. 22, Justin Fields. Derek Carr is 23, 24 is Sam Darnold, and 25 is Trey Lance. Is there anything that sticks out to you? Um, I feel like there's more rookies in the top 25 than most years, I feel like. Yeah, you listed a few, right? I know Trevor Lawrence. Did you did Justin Fields, did you mention him, right? He cracked the top 25 as well. We don't yep. even know if uh, he's going to start the year in Chicago. That he's still in quarterback. Battle. Trey Lance as well. Trey, oh, yeah, Trey Lance with uh, Garoppolo. There's – what I'm seeing out of 49ers camp is that they might roll both of them out there at different times, which that's not – I don't think that's going to happen. I've never – that's never happened where, like, two quarterbacks are, like, playing at the same time. I know the Saints do it sometimes with Taysom Hill, but that's kind of a different – you know, like right. one of them's kind of like a rusher. Like, he's not really much yep. of a passer. But. I, th- I think a few teams have tried it before, I thought. Like, I thought when – 
John Kitna was on the Bengals or something like that. They rolled out two quarterbacks. I'm not sure why I think that, but it doesn't work. Like, no, he, it doesn't work at all. Let the guy know like it's his exactly uh, job for the game. Like if yeah, I agree with you. It gets, it gets way too confusing with like you know offensive players in the huddle, and there's a different guy coming in there every other down. You know, it's kind of gets a little little uh, tricky. Yeah, no, I would say that sticks out to me. There are like yeah, rookies, rookie quarterbacks. You you, you never know what you're gonna get out of them. Uh, more times than not, they're usually more missed than hit. I know last year uh, Herbert had a very good season for a rookie. He's uh, that's why he's in the top ten already this year. Um, how about on the list, Brandon? Is there uh, who would you say on the list going into the season at the drafts is your biggest sleeper for the quarterback position? So, from these rankings, personally, and it's a guy I would normally wouldn't uh, hitch my wagon to. It's Big Ben Roethlisberger at number 20. And, I mean, basically my reasoning is I feel like his offensive weapons are, are like one of the best in the NFL. He has three great receivers, in my opinion, with uh, Juju and Chase Claypool and Deontay Johnson. Um, he put up, I think, 33 touchdowns last year, only through 10 interceptions. He's consistently been able to put up like 30-plus touchdowns. I've in his his downside is injury. I guess he's a pretty injury prone player. He said he's saying he came into camp slimmer, lost a bunch of weight. That was his focus. He's uh, not eating avocado ice cream like Tom Brady though. But <laughs> but I I don't know. I just I per, like I would be willing to roll with Ben Roethlisberger as my QB. Like he could be one of my two guys rolling into week one if if he was available. So I, no, I'm with you. I'm with you at number 20 does seem a little bit low, especially where you mentioned the weapons. It's, it's three guys that, that he, he worked with last year too. Like there's no like new, he's not learning anything new with these guys. It's, you know, he, he loves going to Deontay Johnson guys, a target machine, right? Juju Smith stayed in Pittsburgh. Everyone thought he was gone, but he's still there. And uh Claypool as a rookie last year looked really good. So you're right. He's got three really good receivers. He, uh, same type of offense. I think Mike Tomlin's one of the longest tenured coaches in the league. If not, is he the longest team? Like the longest tenured? Oh, he says Belichick, but, uh, he's up there. Right. Right. So, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I think they've had the same offensive coordinator for, for a very long time. If he's still there, the guy I'm thinking of, is it Todd, uh, or, Todd Haley? Uh, he was there for a while. I'm not sure if he's there now or not. Okay. I'm not sure, but, but they, I mean, they still have Eric Ebron from last year. Ebron was a decent tight end last year. They still have Ebron, right? We haven't even mentioned Ebron. They they added uh, Najee Harris, their running back. Yeah. I mean, their line's usually always good in Pittsburgh. So, right. I don't know. I think their line is actually projected to be pretty bad this year, but. Oh, is it? I think so. Yeah. They they somehow always have a good offensive line. They do. Yeah. Yeah. That could be coached Um, up. So, and they have a good defense. Like, so they'll be in games, you know. yeah, I think at number 20 is, is a little bit low for him. Um, and you're right, at the end of your drafts in the last round or two, if you can snag up Big Ben to be your backup quarterback, that's that's a get. So I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you. Another guy who's uh, ranked pretty low, who I have as a sleeper, doesn't have the pedigree of Ben Roethlisberger, but he's still very, very young. I believe he's only like still 23 years old or 24 years old. Uh, he's on a new team this year. I'm talking about 
Carolina Panthers quarterback, Sam Darnold. Um, I know his first couple seasons in the league, you don't think much of the guy. He hasn't done much, but let's, let's all keep this in mind here. He was with the New York Jets, all right, with uh, Adam Gase over there. That team's a train wreck. So if you have a rookie quarterback coming into a system like the New York Jets with no offense to these players, his, his best options in New York were Jamison Crowder, who I, I like Crowder, but, you know, for him to be your number one, you, you can get better options out there. Braxton Berrios, uh, who else am I? Uh, Denzel uh, Mims. Chris Herndon, who was supposed to have a good year but didn't. Yeah, Denzel uh, so Mims, the rookie. Mims, yeah. What I'm trying to say here is that the Jets don't have, you know, the these prolific offensive weapons. I just think that now with the Panthers, he's going to a better offense and a new team and a new coaching staff. You can't deny he's got a very strong arm. Uh, if you can put it together with the likes of guys like DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson and Terrace Marshall, who's been getting rave reviews as a rookie, not to mention they have in fantasy, the number one running back in the league. And there's a reason why he is not just because he rushes the ball, but the guy's got hands. He's a good PPR running back. So if you can get the ball downfield to those guys, like I said, DJ Moore and Anderson and uh, Marshall, and then dump the ball off to McCaffrey and let McCaffrey get all the yards for him after the catch. I don't know. Am I, Brandon, what do you think? I think Darnold is, is he's always been held back by the New York Jets, in my opinion. Always. Do you, do you think maybe like. I love the weapons. Oh, he, oh, it's it's a very high ceiling. He played with Robbie Anderson before. So it's actually. Did, funny right? I was going to mention that a couple of years ago. Robinson was on the Jets. Uh, Robbie Anderson was on the Jets with them, yeah. right? But I, I just feel like, I mean, Robbie Anderson obviously had a, a way better year his first year in Carolina. And I, I think part of that was getting away from Adam Gase. And I think you might see the same thing with Sam Darnold. I think his, his like you said, his receiving core with DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson, those are two, in my opinion, like really good receivers. You have, like you said, Terrence Marshall, Ian Thomas is a decent tight end. And then you have the best catching running back in the league in Christian McCaffrey. So yeah, he has weapons he's never played with before. I mean, his this is it for him. Like if, if you had a chance to do it, it's now. So I, I'm in, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued because he was a top, I think he was a second overall pick when he went in the draft a few years ago. Right. And he's got a big arm. Um, you know, a guy I had carried on my team last year who didn't really start for me much, but I had him was Teddy Bridgewater, who, who was the quarterback in Carolina. Would you take Darnold or Bridgewater? Darnold, hundred like, percent. Darnold. Right. So in Bridgewater, believe it or not, last year, wasn't like this awful fantasy quarterback. He actually had really good weeks. Right. He so, did, yeah. I don't know. I'm just thinking at 24, you can get him very, very late. I, you know, that's who I'm probably going to gun for. You know, I like the Roethlisberger kind of as a backup, but I think the upside of, of Sam Darnold this year, if he can put it together, I, I think he can end up being a, a starter for, for fantasy teams at some point, believe it or not. One of the things you said too about his arm strength, I feel like I watched that guy make some absolutely insane throws for the Jets that I feel like maybe Rodgers and Mahomes could make, like on that level. But he just on the run, didn't yeah. have any weapons to throw the ball to. Yep. Yeah. No, I completely agree with you on, on Darnold. All right. Let's, uh, let's go the opposite way now. Let's look at this list here that you named off. Which guy are you staying away from? Because – from where they're getting drafted, you think that they're going to be 
a bust. All right. So this is yeah. a bust year. A bust. Yeah. And I, I hate saying like boom, but like, but when I say bust, I mean, where they're being ranked, you don't think that's like where they're going to finish. You think they're going to finish lower. Right. So I'm, according to these rankings, I would take the 15th ranked guy, which would be Matt Ryan. I just feel like his offense got downgraded a little bit this year. I feel like his play in general has declined over the last few years. So, I mean, I honestly don't have much on it. I just think in, in, there's guys behind him that I like more than him. So if, if Matt Ryan, it got to me at Matt Ryan, I would pass on Matt Ryan, draft another position, and then draft a quarterback later in the draft. He just doesn't – it doesn't excite me to, to think about him this year. Like, I know Calvin Ridley's a good receiver, and, and they, like – I just think Julio Jones was such a playmaker for them. So – Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Julio I mean, I Jones is a Hall of Famer, right? I already – Ben Roethlisberger was a guy I brought up. I just – other guys, too. Like, I like Tua's upside. Um, I, I think Kirk Cousins is a good quarterback and a good offense. I don't know. I like some guys behind him. So – I'm with you. Do you. Not to get it so off topic, though. Are you high on Tua this year? I, w- I wouldn't say I'm high on him. I just I think he does have a good like. He has a ceiling. He's athletic. He can make plays. Yeah. It, it comes down to can he throw the football? I guess. He, I mean, he he's been injured a lot too through his career already, hasn't he? So. Yeah. Well, he already started off field. right coming in from college. He was right. all banged up already. Yep. Um, but they are getting him some weapons down there. You know, they got him his, his former teammate Waddle this year is with him. Uh, they got Will Fuller. They got a lot of downfield guys. Does he have the arm to, for those guys? That's that's the right. question, right? We know right. the one thing I do like though is that Tua can run a little bit, where Matt Ryan doesn't really run all that much. And that gives you a good floor too. The guys yeah, that can run for a lot of yards at like it really. I'm, I'm actually my bust is going to have a little bit to do with that as well. Um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. It seems as if everybody, Matt Ryan's season almost is like, how good is Kyle Pitts too? Like everybody's so high on him and he hasn't played a professional snap. Like I get it. Like it, it looks like he's a can't miss, you know, star in the league when it comes to the tight end position, because he's more of like a receiver in a tight end's body, almost like a Gronk, but even more athletic, like, you know, just a, his, his wingspan and, and his athletic ability seems like he's almost unguardable one-on-one, but is he going to shine his first season? Like, is this going to be the season already where he breaks out? I don't know. We'll stay tuned. Was, we get it's t- like, we get it's the tight end preview uh, position. We'll, uh, we'll yeah. talk with him. Mr. Kyle if, you're, if your addition is Kyle Pitts and your subtraction is Julio Jones, I don't, in my opinion, you're but, going in the wrong direction. Well, not long-term. But short term, this year, this season, this season, uh, it might be right. How can you say a rookie tight end who never played a snap is going to have a better season than Julio Jones, who's still, you know, early? He's getting older, but uh, yeah, I understand you know, that. I just, if, if you're the Falcons, I see why they would lean, you know, more towards Pitts than Jones right now because that's the direction they're not going to win the Super Bowl this year. So you got to start getting those young, those young guys, you know, yep. the more, more exposure, more, more play, you know, play making chances. All right, a guy I'm going to go with for my bust, and I hate to do this. I hate to bet against this guy, but this is fantasy purposes only. I'm not, I'm not betting on this guy for a season or anything like that. I'm looking at number 10 on the list. Number 10 on the list, number 12 in our hearts. <laughs> Tom Edward Brady. 
Oh, I don't no. know. I if he's ten on this list, do you really think Tom Brady's going to finish top ten this year in fantasy, Brandon? Am I am I crazy for this? I don't think you're crazy. I, I don't know. So here's my thinking. It's just like you already mentioned the, the upside of being a running quarterback, how much that already like gives you a good floor. Brady's going to be 43 years old. He doesn't, he doesn't run. Right. I don't know. I feel like they, they just won the Super Bowl. Every team's going to be out to get them this year. Like they had them circled on the calendar and they didn't really like do anything new on offense. And Godwin and Evans are two really good receivers, but they, they get banged up a lot. I'm not expecting both of those guys to be healthy all season. Like it never, it's never happened so far. One of, one of the two always go down with an injury at some point. Um, Antonio Brown's getting up there in age. I don't know. I just see them more of like relying on the defense during the regular season, not having Tom Brady throw a bunch of times to, to win games, kind of game managing during the year, keeping them fresh, uh, handing the ball off a lot. They have two good running backs in Fournette and Jones. The defense is good, so hopefully they can hold teams, you know, to kind of try to win with, with the defense, like I said. I don't know. I just I just don't see, like, there's, there's other guys on the list that I can see fourth quarter, like, throwing the ball a million times, trying to come back, come from behind, and I can see Brady kind of cruising and not putting up those big yards and touchdown numbers. That's, that's my reasoning behind it. Yeah, and no, I – it's I really like his weapons, so I feel like it's 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 tough. It's like is he gonna continue to? At some point, you have to bet against him, right? And like so, he's going as a top ten quarterback. I feel like that's a good time to bet against him. He's he's getting up there in age. At some point, he's gonna decline. It's. And I mean, I feel like you saw that a little bit in New England at the end, but then he yeah, went to yeah, Tampa. Yeah. He had like a renewed thing, like you know, and then he he had a bunch of good weapons compared to what he was playing with in new England. So I feel like he yeah. was rejuvenated again to like really come at it. I, I wouldn't take him as a top 10 QB personally. So I, I'm with you. I, I, I would take some guys behind him as well. And like you said, I'm that not... rushing, the fact that he doesn't run the football, it's yeah. every year it's, it's getting more and more that QB points are coming from Rushing as well as passing, and an extra seventy he points. Gets none of that. Seventy eighty yards, right? Right, and he gets none of that. So, I, yeah, no, I, I would, I would, uh, I would kind of shy away from take, taking him as a top ten QB. Yeah, I'm. I'm not saying like he won't have a good season. I just think he's not a top ten fantasy quarterback. If right. he's ranked number ten on this list, I just I don't see him finishing as as a top ten quarterback in fantasy. All right, let's finish it off with a, a breakout. I guess it's similar to a sleeper, but more of like, I don't know. I feel like sleeper is more like down on the list. No one's looking at them. Breakout, it's more like a guy that you feel is like in the middle here that is going to kind of outperform where they're ranked, if that makes sense. Who do, you, who do you have for like your breakout player for this season at quarterback? So my breakout player, it's, it's going to be tough for him to outproduce his rank because he's ranked highly already. Yeah, and that's Jalen Hurts. He's number eleven on the list, correct? Okay. Yeah, but um, for me, it's just if you look at his well, and I understand his weapons coming into the season. He's got Devonta Smith, who was just drafted in the first round. He's got Rager, who was drafted last year. They have, I think, John Hightower, 
Quez Watkins. I mean, they have a bunch of young receivers. Fulgham, I think, still there. Fulgham, Fulgham. right, right. Yeah. Yep, Fulgham. But he was a rookie, what, two years ago or last year? I think last year. The year yeah. Year, one of the two. So, um, and then they have Dallas Goddard and, and Zach Ertz still. That, those will be his two uh, biggest right. tar- uh, targets. And Miles Sanders that. as well can play in the passing game pretty well. It, well, don't forget they have like a million running backs. Boston right. Scott. Yeah, they Boston have, they Scott, yeah. Yep. So they got other guys as well. But anyway, I mean, if you – for me, I, I look at his last four games of the year. He threw for over 300 yards twice. He threw for four touchdowns in that span. He ran for over 60 yards three times in those four games. And he also ran for three rushing touchdowns in those four games. Like, he can bring it on in both aspects. He can pass the ball. He can pass, throw it for touchdowns. And he can run the ball. And he, he rushes the ball. He, like, runs for attempts. So, in my opinion, if he can stay healthy – you know, I mean, the guy who runs a lot like that can obviously can uh, rack up the injuries, but I just, you know, he needs to grow with his young receivers. And he's like you said, he's got those a couple. He's got his veteran tight end and another one ready to break out. I like Jalen Hurts for the year and I'd be willing to take a shot on him. I think he has a really high ceiling. So I, I have a question about Jalen Hurts, though. Why? Why do you think for some reason? like the Eagles organization and the fans and like for some reason, like everyone over in Philadelphia, he's not even like, he hasn't been named a starter yet. Right. And they're like, so down on him almost like, you know what I'm like? They wanted, they almost, all they're thinking about is trading for Deshaun Watson for some reason that they, they want to get rid of Hertz. Why do you think that's the reason? I'm so confused by that. I don't There's know. I know, I know they all loved uh, Carson Wentz. Like, I mean, Nick Foles comes in, wins you a Super Bowl, and then they instantly went back to Carson Wentz. And I think the fans loved Carson Wentz. I think they wanted him to be their starting quarterback. I mean, I don't know. I don't really like, – I, 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 I don't know, know why the fans – Like, I'd be happy what? if Jalen Hurts was the Patriots quarterback. I mean – No, nah, well, yeah, I think, I think Wentz got a lot of hate last year from, like, everybody. Philadelphia in the league, like, I don't know. I, I've always, like – thought Carson Wentz got a little too like hammered last year. He did have a bad season, yeah, I but thought, I don't think I it was the like, Eagles fans you made it seem like Wentz. he sucked. What is it? I thought Eagles fans liked Wentz. They didn't. They they did for, I don't, I think last year they were, they were done. Maybe with. last year they soured on him a lot. Philadelphia has the worst fans in the country. Like if you have one bad season, they're not going to like you. Like they're going to want you like yeah. Ben Simmons, Carson Wentz. They don't like those guys. They're like, get off my team. Right. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I just, I don't know if though you had something that I was missing on that. I don't know why, like they want to get rid of, no, I don't want Jalen Hurts to be their quarterback this year, but no, I, but I, I mean, thought you, the last, if, if you could get Deshaun, Deshaun Watson is a different level. Yeah. I mean, if you okay, get Deshaun Watson, that's, that's a different, we don't even know if he's going to play the season though. You know what I mean? Right. So that's like a yep. different, a whole different story. But, um, I don't know. I thought, I thought the last month of the season, he, he, like you said, he played well. He was keeping him in games. Like he was kind of, I thought they would, they would be looking forward to this season with him. And, and you kind of mentioned the, the weapons around him. You're right. It's kind of like got an underrated weapons. Like everyone forgets he has two tight ends. I know Ertz was, didn't have a good season, but he's still Zach Ertz. Like I'm sure there's a lot of teams in the league that would gladly take Zach Ertz for, for a tight end position. Goddard is a, is a top 10 tight end fantasy coming into the season. Uh, and you mentioned the last two seasons, they have two first rounders. I think everyone, for some reason, 
uh, everyone keeps talking about like Jamar Chase and, and Terrence Marshall, but dude, if you watched college football last year, Devonta Smith was incredible. And yeah, I get the it. Fact he's only that he 165 weighs, pounds. I what do not it? care how much he weighs. I don't care either. The guy can I play receiver. Like <laughs> Alabama he played against... the ball constantly. They threw him the he... ball constantly. Like, and his body would stand up, like it would stood all the punishment. He... He knows how to run routes. He knows how to get open. He has fantastic hands and he's fast. I believe me, this guy played against the top cornerbacks in the country last year in college and he dominated them. So I'm pretty sure like this season, he's not going to all of a sudden just be locked up at the line and not do anything like people and think. Jalen Rager. Rager so had far, his best sorry, games last year. Jalen Rager, Brandon, this year during preseason has been making diving catches and like having a, a really good preseason. Like, those are two, like, if they can figure it out, Devonta Smith and Jalen Rager, now you have, now you're cooking. You got the two tight ends who can catch everything. And then you got the two speedy receivers who can, like, run routes and get open. Like, and the Jalen Hurts, like you said, he can run, run for like 70 yards a game. You're right. He could finish top, I don't want to sound crazy, but I don't know, top five, maybe. Who knows? And Rager's, Rager's best games last year came with Hurts when Hurts was playing. So Jalen to Jalen. That's what I'm saying. I, did, I uh, before we move on to here, did um, Devonta Smith went to obviously Alabama. Jalen Hurts went to Alabama before he went to Oklahoma, right? So, do they have a little bit of a connection back in the day, or you know, I'm, I'm honestly not sure. Yeah, I, I don't know if they overlap there. I don't know. All righty. So, we mentioned our sleepers, our bust. And our breakouts. Wait a minute. Uh, what is it? Who was your sleeper again? My sleeper was Sam Darnold. Oh, right. All right. <laughs> Before we get into our money in the bank prediction for the year at the quarterback position, Brandon, looking at this list again, who, who are you like aiming to get in drafts? If they're there at like a good value for where they should be getting drafted, like who – so you mentioned you're probably not going to go with like a Mahomes or Allen or Murray because those guys are going to come off the board fast. Who is it that like you're looking to take this year if they're there? At QB? Yes. Um, like I said, I know I like Big Ben at 20. I, I would take Hertz. 11 would be tough. I don't know. I, I usually, like I said, I like drafting quarterbacks later. So would you – so would you draft Ben super late and plug him in as your starting quarterback, though? Yeah, I would definitely do that. Would? I would draft Big Ben. Okay. I, I mean, I'm not saying I wouldn't draft anybody before that. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Stafford was number 12, I think. Stafford at 12, yes. Like maybe if you could get Stafford and Big Ben or maybe if you could get... Hertz and Ben, maybe, like you were saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Burrow? What about but I Burrow? wouldn't I wouldn't be opposed to going with Big Ben in the first week. Like I said, I think his receivers, even if he's, you know, he's aged a little bit, he's declining, I think his receivers and his, his offense in general can kind of prop him up a little bit. Yep, yep. I just realized I never gave my breakout. <laughs> I thought so you my, missed a guy. With I you. missed somebody. somebody, yeah, yeah. So my breakout is at number 13. And this is uh, a guy we haven't mentioned. I just mentioned right now, but Joe Burrow in Cincinnati is my breakout. And what I think is going to happen is the first four to five weeks, maybe like the first month of the season, 
I don't think Burrow is going to do as well. I think it's going to take him some time to get used to being back on the field, getting over. Like you said, right now he's dealing with some mental hurdles. That's going to continue. He needs to get hit a, a little bit. I feel like before he realizes, okay, my knee's okay. I'll be all right. Um, looking at his weapons, uh, Jamar Chase. I know we play with him at LSU, but they're in a different, you know, a system. They're in a, they're in a new, new team, professional, different playbook. Jamar Chase didn't even play football last year. So I think it's going to take both of them a little bit of time to get, you know, going. But once, once Joe Burrow does, like once he gets more comfortable, I feel like towards the second half of the season, I think Joe Burrow is going to be one of the better quarterbacks in the league. That's just why he's my breakout pick. Um, I don't know where he's going to finish overall for the year, but I feel like weeks, you know, seven through 16, 17, Joe Burrow is going to be consistently, I feel like in the top 10. No, I like Burrow a lot too this year. Um, I like I, you said, I think he has really good weapons and stuff around him. I mean, that knee oh, yeah. injury last year was probably the worst. I feel for any like season ending injury, that dude was on fire. And he then was. he just goes down like that to end his rookie year. Yeah. And I, if he, as long as he's healthy, I don't see why he can't, you know, like get back into what he was doing last year. And he was, he was one, he was a top quarterback last year. He was definitely a guy that you'd start on a week in, week out basis. Mm-hmm. Um, he's 13th on the list. You said, right? 13th. Yeah. Yeah. He's a guy. I think he can play his way into the top 10 for sure. Yep. Yeah, like we didn't him. mention, so Jamar Chase, you know, if he can have a good rookie season, but T Higgins second year should, should have a breakout season for receivers. And then Tyler Boyd's one of the most underrated receivers in the league. The yeah, guy's a I PPR agree. machine, right? Slot receiver. Um, so yeah, he's got the weapons. He's got probably when it comes to like three receivers in the same team, Bengals are probably top five in the league. Like I I can't think of any other teams that have like three receivers overall better than, than those three, you know? So yeah, they're definitely up there. It's just that offensive line. Hopefully, you know, I'm seeing that I'm reading that they got a little bit better, but he needs to figure the line needs to get better and he needs to get the ball out quicker, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. When we get to running back, we'll talk a little bit about mixing because I feel like he could have quite a good year himself. Yeah. You're big on mix. I don't know, man. I honestly haven't been on mixing most, like most years, but I don't know why this year. I just feel like he's kind of out. I'm out on Mixon just because <laughs> I've, I've been uh, on him the last two two years. <laughs> oh, see, I haven't been. That's why I, like, always like regret, I still have that. Yeah, I always regret drafting Joe Mixon. Yep. Um, all right, I like I like your strategy, though, of going with like a Hertz or Stafford and then trying to back him up with a Roethlisberger. I'm, I'm very similar to what you just said. I think I'm going to go into most leagues, and I think I'm going to look for like a Stafford, you know, like a Stafford hopefully to, to start the year with or a Hertz maybe, maybe a Burrow. And then I'm looking to grab one of our two sleepers, a Roethlisberger or a Sam Darnold for, for the backup. I'll be totally okay starting with those guys as my quarterbacks because I know my top picks are going to go towards a lot of receivers, running backs, and, and hopefully a, a tight end. Yep. You know? Yeah, I'm right so. there too. I'm always – I'm attacking those, especially running back and receiver. I'm going after those positions early. And you know what's funny is I feel like that's most people's – like, you know, that's their, like, their idea of what they're going to do going into the draft is – to go receiver and running back heavy, but there's still one or two people in your draft that are going to take Mahomes or those yep. quarterbacks in the first round or in the yep. second, early in the second round. And it's just too early for me. I would never take those guys there. It depends on, so 
I'm in, I'm in, like I said, four leagues and you're right. A couple of my leagues it's with, it's not with like me and you who like literally, you know, we're on Twitter every day where we're looking up articles. We, we do our research. It's people who just go into the drafts and they'll pick, like you said, they'll pick a Lamar Jackson, Pat Mahomes in the first round. And then it starts to train all of a sudden, yeah. like the second round, everyone else is picking Kyla Murray, Dak Prescott. And I'm just sitting yeah. there like, please continue picking all these quarterbacks. And as I'm picking, you know, Calvin Ridley after them or whatever, who's right. sitting there in the second, like, so it all depends on the league you're in, but that's, that's my strategy going in every year is usually to find that guy you can get later on. And then hopefully the, the sleeper breakout pick behind him that you would feel comfortable, you know, kind of playing him with the matchups. So, all right, let's finish off this podcast here. Quarterback preview, Brandon, with your money in the bank. So my money in the bank. Yeah. For, for, well, first of all, I just want to say, I ended our baseball podcast run going four in a row for my money in the bank predictions. Hunter Renfro got his three extra base hits with two home runs and I went four in a row. But so going into football season for the ranking previews, we're going to do a money in the bank prediction. So today we're going to do a quarterback prediction, but it's going to be a season long, right? Correct. And then during the season, we'll do our, go back to our weekly money in the bank predictions Correct. Like that weekend. Yeah. Okay. Correct. So like when we do an episode, hopefully before week one, we'll look at the, we'll look at the matchups going on and just like an example could be, it could be about any player. Like, you know, I could be looking at a matchup like week one will be tough because, you know, every team's kind of, you know, starting off the season, but I don't know. I think the Patriots play the dolphins. Um, you know, my, my money in the bank prediction could be that Jacoby Myers has at least seven receptions, you know, something right. like yep. that, just a, yep. a player, like a player, but for the positional previews, we're just going to go with like a season long money in the bank prediction that we will have to go back to sometime in January. Yeah, right. But uh, At the end <laughs> give of the it season, to him, Brandon. What, What's your uh, season yeah, so long one? My season long quarterback money in the bank prediction. And it's a guy I talked about earlier is my sleeper. I'm going to say Big Ben, who's ranked number 20th on the Fantasy Pros rankings, will finish inside the top 12. And you can take that to the bank. Top 12 in fantasy points, that is. Right, right. All right. My money in the bank prediction. And by the way, I don't care about baseball anymore, so I'm not even going to go back. (laughs) I lost again. But anyways, my uh, season-long quarterback – Prediction, Matt Stafford, we just talked about, ranked number 12. I think he's going he's gonna to cut that in half. I think Matt Ryan is going to finish the 2021-22 season in the top six for quarterbacks and fantasy points. And you can take that to the bank. So what do you – Sean McVay, you, you better have my back. Yeah, you're liking Stafford in his new home then. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, if Jared Goff oh, yeah. was putting up good numbers and like nothing against Jared Goff, and Matt Ryan's got a very a way stronger arm than Jared Goff. Losing Cam Akers is big for the offense, yep. but I feel like the Henderson will be fine. Um, but you know, you still got Woods, Cup, and Higby. <laughs> I've always liked Stafford personally, so I'm excited to see what he's going to do in oh, on the yeah. Rams. Stafford was putting up big numbers in the t- Detroit. I yeah. know he had some good receivers there as well. Yeah, he uh, did. He Jones always had some decent weapons. Galladay, he's he's had some targets there, but 
I, I think Robert Woods and Cooper Cup and Tyler Higby with Sean McVay running the offense. I, I don't know. I I just I feel like it's going to be a, a good first year in, in L.A. for Matthew Stafford. Yeah, I agree with you. All right. That was our uh, first football podcast. Brandon, how you feeling? I feel good. It was weird uh, uh, not having our the third guy here for the – Yeah. It was like I'm used to having booth. the three-way combo going. It was tough. Two-man booth. Yep. <laughs> that was different for sure. Any, any final thoughts on the quarterback position? Uh, hopefully next week we'll be getting into the running back. Yeah, if you're, if you're going into your, your drafts coming up, I'm sure most people have their drafts in you know, the middle to the end of August before the season starts. Wait. Wait for your quarterback. Go with, go with some of the late guys we recommended. You know, stream at the beginning if you have to, you know, play matchups. You'll find someone. That's the way I like to play it. That's good advice. That's good advice. If you can get one of those top guys, though, at good value, like I'm not saying don't draft Pat Mahomes. I'm just saying don't draft Pat Mahomes in the first round. That's, a, that's I guess, that's right. what we're trying right. to tell exactly, you. Exactly, exactly. Like, you know, you can still get those guys, but don't reach. Don't reach for a quarterback, I think, is what we're trying to tell you here, uh, especially if there's plenty of good value at the other positions hanging out around. Around you know you can never get too many good receivers and running backs and tight you know a couple of good tight ends you can throw in there but quarterbacks is only one unless you're in a two quarterback league now we just if if, there's a, if you're in a two quarterback league we have to start this podcast all I was, over because I was going to say we'll have to do another two, quarterback podcast yeah two, <laughs> two quarterback leagues you might want to try to get one of those top five or six guys but we're talking about leagues with one quarterback leagues with one quarterback I like Brandon's advice. Don't don't reach for Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen. Those guys are great, but you can still find value in the later rounds with with one of the quarterbacks that hopefully we mentioned. You know, Jalen Hurts, Matt Stafford, or if you want to get into big league sleepers, Ben Roethlisberger, Sam Darnold. But that's what we have for you this week. Quarterback preview. We'll see you next week for the running backs. Thank you all for tuning in to Grand Slam. Fantasy Sports Podcast.